we've got a groove. So yeah. All right, we ready? Groove is in the I'm heart. Ready. All right. <laughs> it's not a doctor. <laughs> Welcome back to the Flash Flashcast. I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and with me are the rest of the regular crew. We've got Phil Mozilak. Yay! And Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. And we are here to discuss just one episode tonight, but it looks like it might be kind of a game changer. Before we get into all the whys and wherefores on that, we are going to roll into our um, oldest and most beloved segment, the Flash Flashcast Flash Recap. And tonight, the honor goes to Phil Mozilek. Let me know when you want me to count you down. I got the short straw. I got short coverage here. Let's see if I can do it in 30. Let's see. We'll see. All right. You ready? Yes. Three, two, go. The time has finally come. Alchemy is now playing with Wally West's mind. Unfortunately for Alchemy, or for Wally, Alchemy's attacks on uh, Wally's mind intensify. So HR decides, lock him down, put him in the pipeline to stop Alchemy. Great time, because Joe now gets to go on a date while his son's in uh, the pokey. Uh, Caitlin forces, uh, or I should say, Cisco forces Caitlin to come clean about her powers. Which naturally upsets her because no one wants to tell any any uh, truths. Of course, it does come out, which is nice. While he picks up the Philosopher's Stones, which gives him a big calling, he becomes encased in a cocoon. And then all of a sudden, we have a new big bad. And it's a speedy guy. His name is Savitar. He's the god of speed. What? Or so he says. He fr- well done. That was 47 seconds. I'll take it. Yeah, well done. Well done. So, um... We have been debating call, uh, different names the for, for different segments. Uh, the one that we obviously have that sticks is the Dr. Wells Wellness Check. And although we've established that HR is a drumstick-wielding charlatan and not a legitimate <laughs> Dr. Wells, it's worth circling around with him and his weird haircut this week. Um, I love it. No. Well, I was looking at his haircut, and all it reminded me of was um, John Malkovich from The Fifth Element. Wait, it, what? It was Malkovich. He, wasn't John Malkovich the big baddie in the fifth album? No, you're thinking... Um, it's Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Oh, it's Gary Oldman. Okay, yeah. all right. I take it back. No, all I could think of was Gary Oldman's hair in the fifth element. Like, see, every time I, I see him, I'm like, oh my God, I'm watching the fifth element. Like, the fifth and a half element. So. I can see it. I think I, it doesn't It doesn't impact me as much. I mean, I think I live mm-hmm. in a neighborhood that's like like 20% Gary Oldman's, as far as I can yeah. tell. Um, so, <laughs> so, it just, it it's just the, goes past It's the me. new pompadour. It's big this season. Yeah, um, kind of a weird neo-military look to it, though. Between like the weird boots and the pouchy pants, and and now this, it's kind of paramilitary. But um, anyway, so this week the thing that stood out for me is him putting on his partner's face, more or less, you know, with his little technology, and then he drops the name um, Randolph. How many times? Randolph. He twice, drops the name Randolph least. Morgan twice. Yeah, and the thing is, his wife's in in this universe, Harrison Wells wasn't Harrison Wells wasn't. Her, his wife's last name Morgan. Yes, it Morgan. was. Yeah, so you know, putting aside the whole little tweaks make things happen differently in different universes, is HR here because he's getting over a broken heart? Ah, uh, he likes handcuffs. That that you know, that's not necessarily exclusive to to people who who have husbands. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how all that works. He just was very open about certain aspects mm-hmm. of what he likes. Yeah. 
But yeah, he mentioned Randolph Morgan twice, and we've yeah. seen. And I feel like that was just, just in case you wanted to Google it, we'll mention it twice so you really get it. Um, I Googled it, and unfortunately, the top hit is the Reddit theory, which is all, who is this Randolph Morgan? <laughs> and then, for good measure, I ran it through an anagram generator to see if it was supposed to be like some other some other DC person, and they're being clever about it. I and like the way you think. It's hard with anagrams, because an- most anagram generators won't give you proper nouns. I've been down this road before, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. when, when, and when I set the limit... And when I set the limit of, of two two words, just what would be a name, I got nothing. So uh, so I don't know. I feel like we're supposed to tuck away this, this Randolph Morgan thing for later, but I don't know how or why. And the fact that HR can put on someone else's face so easily um, returns back to... <laughs> It's beating the same thematic drum we got we had in, in series one, which is when it was um, Yobard Thon wearing um, Doctor Wells's face for all intents and purposes, and then um, the theme we had in series two, where um, Zoom was pretending to be um, Jay Garrick, and the real Jay Garrick was in a mask. So this is kind of a thing that this is kind of a theme that they're beginning to embroider every single year is is the ability to put on and take off an identity and. Um, I'm I, I'm at this point. I'm like, where is this going? Why Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> we just We just like the actor a lot. Yeah, basically, yeah. We don't no, want to put him out of work. So no, and he's great, and he's gotten to play like three different versions of the character. What I'm wondering about is is why did we keep Why do they keep coming back to this theme of um, mm-hmm. assuming and shedding identities, and why is it always centered around this this particular Wellsian character? Why do we have another speedster, big bad? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, are we are we done with HR Wells talk, or do we want to elaborate on that further and then move yeah. on to the, the, uh, yeah. the too Hold, many speedsters? Wh- one extra thing: was he putting mm-hmm. down the C block on Joe's date? Yes. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I think that oh. was that was reinforcing that we do not the audience should not like HR, and that HR is a weird is a weirdo slash skeezball slash like it is very unclear what value he provides currently uh, okay. to hey, the that's, team. That's all um, I want to know. I smelled it, yeah. and I want to make sure that it was right. I yeah. I mean, I thought the whole like he, the face masking thing was. Uh, like I guess I had forgotten that like yeah he can't just walk around um, because he is he has the face of a wanted murderer who has disappeared from the timeline so that's probably like confusing um, but it, that seemed like a lot of work to like so he can like we need to get this we need this character to attend a movie showing so we need to come up with a reason why he can leave the lab um, yeah. I, I I did am- I was I was amused by his uh, let's turn the lab into a museum. Uh, which is the kind of the the hat tip at the uh, the Flash Museum being a, a uh, key location oh, in a lot of Flash good stories. Oh, I could I Very did not call. get that at first. Yeah, I thought it was a slam against Paul Allen and his his, his music <laughs> experience project. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's um. I with this guy and his his snaking on Joe's date and the putting the faces on and taking them off and um I'm like what's his con what are we gonna see Randolph's pretty soon and he's gonna be like look I gave you a time period and now consequence mm-hmm. and the team has to like mitigate consequence because they adopted this weird little mascot or I'm I don't have a sense of where this is going and I'm not sure if I should just relax and trust the writers on this because I got burned last season. <laughs> I know, but the writers did so do yeah. something well today in this episode, which was uh-huh. having Cisco and Caitlin. So let's just take Caitlin's temperature yes. for a second. 
And oh, she hey, goes, let's take Caitlin's temperature. That's a great name yeah. for a segment. Hey, look, it's kind of what I do. So anyway, that's not what I do, but I, I just thought I'd say it. Um, but- <laughs> that goes on your LinkedIn. I named No one questioned segment. it. Just keep going. Right, I'm, roll, I'm roll. Moving, moving along. Yeah. All right. So they get ready to do an arrow secret and then mm-hmm. solve the secret in the same episode, which I was totally for. Like, let's go ahead and be adults again and talk straight and just get it out in the open. Mm-hmm. Which was great. I, I just that that I approve of that message. I approve of it completely. Yeah. When I yeah. when the the handcuffs disappear, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, please let this not be like a three or four episode thing, right? Where, yeah. yeah, where it's it's festering and people find out one at a time, and and everyone has to think about their feelings on it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of agonized conversations yes. where somebody looks very concerned, and no, no, yeah, I, I like how it basically like played out over an episode. Everyone's like, okay, fine, you. So here's the thing I don't understand about Caitlin's whole head trip is mm-hmm. <laughs> with the case of everybody else who has gotten metahuman powers, all it has really done is, um, you know, they're, they're the person they were, only now they have figured out that they have powers. Um, like Captain Cold was an opportunistic and smart thief, and he continued to be so. He was not even metahuman. He's got, he's got a gun. Boom. Um, you know, Barry is Barry Allen, except Barry can zip around. And Cisco is Cisco, except he can vibe things. And like... Why do Caitlin's powers make her crazy and evil? I guess is my question. Like, what is the? Why is the premise that she gets her personality gets altered by her powers when it has not gets, happened to a single other person? It's brain freeze. So, it makes I, you I uncomfortable. Say, I think. I think that's a, a totally a, a good question that the show has not answered yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could speculate, just kind of spitballing, head cannoning here a little bit. Like mm-hmm. she's got freezing powers. Maybe they get more and more powerful and like harder to control. And because she's just like changing the very environment around her, like people can't be around her. She becomes like socially isolated, and that like twists and warps her. So yeah. that, that's, but like the show hasn't shown us anything about that. The show yeah. has just shown us she's, and I think, you know, you, you point out like Cisco is like a great example of like, he's got these powers and like his life is really like pre vibe Cisco and current Cisco are living this pretty much the same life, right? Yeah. Like he's got mm-hmm. the same job and he's got the same friends. Like the speed force changed Barry Allen's life completely, but there's all these other people who are just like, nope. I just, I just have powers on the side. It's my, it's my side hustle. But he was um, reverb. Like, I still have a day job. Yeah, yeah, he was reverb in Earth Two, which was a bad guy, and yeah. he's not worried Except about. That seems to be like a. Yeah, he's not worried about that at all. You're right. And it seems like they treat people with meta powers differently there. Yeah, it's accepting and. and- you know, and and yeah. Cisco's vibe of him and Killer Frost fighting, I mean, that felt a little forced in terms of like, well, like that could be anything, right? That There's could yeah. be training. training or sparring, or maybe maybe Cisco's the bad guy, right? Exactly. Like, we, like why do they default assume that she's the bad guy just because she was the bad guy in another in a parallel thing? You know, it's like, come on, people, think about it. All images exist in a context that can be, you know, like, did any of you take a media theory class? Like Cisco, you shouldn't just be able to like just re- report on vibes without. Uh, investigating the context yeah. and why why they Seriously. are what they are. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, it just Come like on. this 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 whole meta thing, giving people powers thing. The more I think about it, the less it makes sense that either it's an incredibly dark worldview, which is like, oh, only one out of every one hundred people are not going to be complete jerks and, and criminals when they get their powers, or we haven't seen um, background things where like maybe somebody got like the the power to to boil a cup of water and so she's just like you know quietly making tea at her desk and she's like hee hee um 
But, you know, I don't think they've done a really good job of taking a look at um, the metahumans in a uh, in a context other than, oh, they're the, they're the baddie of the week. And here is the one here are the two metahumans who happen to not have turned into baddies of the week. Like we haven't got to that. And that's just weird to me that, that there hasn't been more of a, a of a gradation there, you know, um, especially since the, the metahumans are apparently doing enough and are wide enough spread that we have Draco Malfoy CSI like <laughs> devoting his scientific corpus to to studying them and 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 sneering at them so yeah what's what's up with him this week i i he was just putting off his face yeah so i I think malfoy csi another segment (laughs) yeah alchemy or identity um because they there was i mean he he appears at the start of the episode he and barry are i guess still not friends but they're at least talking right yeah (laughs) they 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 haven't painted a line down the office um but That's coming. They're, they're not friends. Uh, and then he, we, there's kind of, he makes a big deal of, I won't be around for the rest of the episode. And then they later comment on, Hey, how come he, he's still out sick and not answering his cell phone or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is that extremely heavy handed? Like you should be thinking that this guy is Dr. Alchemy or is that, uh, or is it a fake out? Alchemy and identity. <laughs> <laughs> Their questions will answer in season three. <laughs> Sorry, <Yes. laughs> or like I can't 11, sing or much episode more. eleven. I, I, I can't. I can't sing that too much more of that without this. Does Sir Paul, per, Sir Paul, coming after me for royalties? But uh, <laughs> that's what that's what I'm going to be thinking from now on. Um, so I, I tend to be on the the fake outside unless unless he doesn't realize he's alchemy. Like maybe the reason he's such a pissy such a pissy little slytherin is um <laughs> that he um you know he's he's suffering some sort of dissociative order where you know he's like metahumans they're such a waste of potential it's or awful just, science yeah and then, like, you could do and that then but something in arrow like, Hello, I'm yeah something in arrow says that you mm-hmm. can't do that and i i don't want to go any further with that for people who haven't seen but mm-hmm. you can't have jekyll and hyde now oh okay all right Good to know. Um, so it's not a dissociative order. I I feel like it's really heavy handed, and and it would be dumb even by the standards of you know Barry and his friends don't pick up on things dumb. Um, mm-hmm. Like it would be transcendently dumb for 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 Barry to be working in the same lab as Alchemy and not have um, like and then not putting the mechanics in place to see that that uh, Julian is slowly trying to mm-hmm. take down Barry at work and trap him because like Barry's other nemesis mm. have always laid all these booby traps all over the place so that Barry's effectively boxed in and Julian hasn't done that. Julian has been mm-hmm. remarkably ineffective against Barry. Could, could and, Julian you know, being one of those disciples of yeah there are there are at least two or three hooded yeah. hooded yeah. guys just hanging out yeah. Uh, and we also we also don't know that Alchemy's not female. I mean, true, yeah, yeah. Because this is the other thing is is maybe when Julian's like, I have to spend time with my girlfriend. What he means, I have to spend time with my creepy, mask wearing, <laughs> deep voiced, you know, dark lord. And she's really cute when she's not wearing the mask. It's what's her face, Spigot. Yeah. Oh, Patty <laughs> Spivet. Spigot. Spivot. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of there actually being a meta human named Spigot, and her job is just to like be a human sprinkler. You know. Like yeah, just, just in the middle you, of fields and uh, yeah, you depress <laughs> everyone. You, just, you know, you pee all over the happiness. Uh, but um, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, I had liked the idea of Julian as somebody who correctly points out that Barry inconveniences a lot of people and skates by on charm and good intentions sometimes because it's it's 
I, I enjoy a character who can call out a superhero on their nonsense. I like it. I think it's mm-hmm. necessary. And it, it's also a handy reader stand-in for all those readers who will do things like calculate the insurance premiums every time somebody <laughs> gets sent through a building. Um, but I think if they're trying to make him alchemy, it's really heavy-handed. Um, and at this point, I wouldn't be surprised because there's always some reveal where someone monologues about how Barry has unintentionally wronged them and then Barry has to deal with it. But I kind of hope that's not the case. I would like it if alchemy is something we haven't been introduced to yet or, 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 or aren't going to be for some time, or we find out that alchemy is like some, some warped Barry Allen from the future or something like that. Uh, like you at know, some point- did alchemy before uh, Scimitar, Savitar, whatever, um, mm-hmm. come out, like alchemy kind of like bowed down. Did he like mm-hmm. do a little force dismiss or is, did, are they going to catch him or it's all big hubbub and he escaped? That's probably my guess. I think, yeah. Yeah. We don't, we, we, we don't know what the next thing that's going to happen in this scene where Barry's pinned up against the wall and mm-hmm. Joe's still there and Wally's in a cocoon and all the other yeah. cops got, you know, killed by an unseen force. Uh, mm-hmm. So it seems like, yeah, it seems like alchemy totally in the wind. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to have the big reveal as to who he is and why he has, why he wants to, to, to muck with the flashpoint thing and, and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, is he like one of Yobard Thon's crazy person? Like, why have we only seen one Yobard Thon, for example? Why aren't there multiple Yobards in multiple worlds? So we don't know that this this alchemy isn't another version of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things it could be. Um, yeah. So, so, so let's let's uh, let's jump to uh, Savitar, who yeah. was the big kind of reveal in this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am super lukewarm on more speedster villains. Um, uh, I'm so tired of speedster villains. I, I I have to say, I'm a little intrigued by this one, who seem like if if only because we don't know anything about him, and so mm-hmm. he's still interesting because we don't know his motive. <laughs> he seems to be like partners i i don't know i don't know who is the senior partner who's the junior partner in the savitar alchemy uh mm-hmm. business uh dynamic there um but like it's we have a team up we haven't really had a lot of villain team ups usually it's 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 just one big bad right um maybe they have minions so that could be interesting um but he at least i mean visually is not just a guy in a big rubber suit um would seem to be even going even further uh in the the monster direction on the, the we have the the reverse flash to uh zoom to savitar monster uh, monster continuity yeah um, <laughs> you know uh so pretty dramatic introduction at least uh yeah. and I, I like the you know the way they uh show that scene where we have um we get a couple shots that are clearly from points of view of other characters who can't even see savitar i guess because he's yeah. moving so fast right mm-hmm. so like only barry can see him so like yeah. he's not even a blur he is just you know an invisible force to to joe yeah but barry can see him uh and i guess that's yeah. kind of interesting at least uh i am not I don't. That's like I'm the not first super... time we've seen that type of yeah. thing, and I'd like to see it more. Um, when I was watching this episode for the first time with Phil, we mm-hmm. actually stopped and looked at that scene, and I said, "You know, this is the first time the show has actually pointed out how legitimately terrifying super speeders are, mm-hmm. because you can't see them. You have no idea where they're going or what they're going to do. There's just a flash of light, and then they're someplace else. It's un- it, it really pointed out the huge contrast between what Barry can do versus what a normal person can do, and. I like how they did it from another perspective like that. Because when you see the two of them start running around after each other, it's like, wow, that's... If you're watching this, you literally have no idea what's happening. And that makes it both terrifying and cool. 
It was also just a new take on that. I mean, how many yeah. scenes do we have of Barry and somebody fighting, <laughs> running through the city, run punching, yeah. run um, fighting? To, 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 yeah, it's yes. like who's chasing who? How much does this matter? You guys are running because that's what you know how to do. Yeah. Like, just putting them in that enclosed room was a little bit more. And and I don't know, maybe something different is going on. I mean, the Flash has had a lot of villains over the years who are people that run fast because that's what the Flash does also. But yeah. sometimes there are different takes on it. Um, mm-hmm. I believe there's at least one zoom reverse flash version that like the whole thing is that instead of being tapped into the speed force he's actually just freezing it's not that he's moving fast it's that he's like freezing time around him mm-hmm. um so i don't know maybe they'll do something but so i guess yeah i mean when when i when i heard rumors that there would be another uh speedster villain and even when we had the rival i was just i was super not interested in that but i guess i've got my hopes peaked by this guy yeah. uh, even if he does look kind of like uh you know his his visual design it's i mean it's it's neat they're doing clearly doing a bunch with cgi uh it felt a little derivative of you know like ultron or yeah, uh yeah. he looks like a lot of video game characters i have either played as or uh defeated um depending on which side you're on um but they but couldn't at, go at with least- the 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 comic book version as i looked it up i mean he's that guy's yeah, a that, mess. that's not gonna fly <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so um and yeah, I mean that was a dramatic uh, opening, and I guess we have presumably he is the force that killed uh, the rival in his cell, right? Um, that that was not alchemy because we something invisible killed the rival. Ah, um, good call. Um, yeah. Which also is interesting because, like, theoretically, the rival was in some special metahuman cell that dampens metahuman powers. But not and, this guy, yeah. And Savitar hopped in there, and I mean, maybe Savitar is, is something different than a metahuman. Um, so, but yeah, speedster. I mean, we've also there's been a lot of uh, groundwork laid this uh, season with uh, other speedsters. So seems like we could totally have you know if if Savitar is the most evil villainous speedster of all, uh, what better solution than to uh, pull in Wally West who finally powers up and you mm-hmm. get Jesse Quick to pop over from her, her meta uh, from her universe and uh, and do that. So I don't know. I, I my my interest is peaked. And I felt, which is, I feel like something, because if you told me, yeah, another speedster, I, I would be like, blah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go with it. They get, they get like, one episode of Goodwill from me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also want to see if Wally, I mean, Wally's going to get powers from this. This is where it's obviously going. But I guess the question I have is whether he's going to have some agita over, oh, I got my powers from this deranged insect-looking Savitar, or if Savitar's like, I gave you powers because I needed a nemesis, or, or, you know, if it's kind of a repeat of what happened in series one when Wells is like, when, when Thon is like, I needed you to be Barry Allen so that I could go home. And, and I am eyeing Savitar with, uh, I, I like the fight, don't get me wrong. I'm just eyeing his ongoing involvement with a great bit of skepticism because it's, this is beginning, the show is beginning to suffer from like too many, too many baddies, if that makes sense. Um, you know, there's always somebody popping up, like Thawne is still in the wind, as as evidenced by uh, the beginning of this season. And we know that Zoom is out there somewhere. And um, we we now have Savitar, and we have Doctor, and we have Alchemy, and there's all the the dudes of the week. And we, we also know there's a, a, a giant crossover coming. So at this point, I, I would like fewer, I would like fewer big bads, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm getting a little tired of it, and um, I would like to see more of Barry just dealing with the repercussions of 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 everything that he did, because you have to admit that 
Barry really screwed it up when he went back in time and didn't and, and created the flashpoint. And they've been kind of like, oh yeah, some things are different here and there, but um, like we haven't really delved into that or the fact that Barry has a whole lot of grieving to do for parents who are who were dead and then not dead and then had to be dead again and he had to make the decision this time and. I feel like there's a lot of threads that are being dropped and not quite picked up. Well, can that, that philosophers sense? or sorcerer's stone or whatever it is, mm-hmm. can that set the timeline correct? And I'm, mm-hmm. I say that because I could foresee where this stone gets broken or Barry touches it and mm-hmm. is able to magically, scientifically uh, realign the timeline. Yeah. Well, there's this, well, the Speed Force, though, made that pretty clear when they had the whole thing about, oh, you can drop a plate, and even if you glue it back together, there's always cracks. It's never the same as it was. So if the Speed Force is saying, yeah, no, don't don't keep doing this, I, I think what they're saying is there is no pushing the reset button. Or wait, what if Savitar can do it? He's the god of Speed Force, so he says. Well, he says he's the god of Speed Force, but, yeah, c- you know. Citation needed. Yeah. <laughs> Villains will say anything, though, you know? Yeah, he's. I mean, he makes a great impression, but like, like let's let's check his references. Is what I'm saying. Um, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see. Is there anything else we want to talk about with this one episode? Uh, there was a garage shout out. We should mention that. Because yeah, that's exciting. You know, I, and I which was like, is like catering to Tony. It's amazing. Yeah, and that's all I need. I need like two lines about the fact that there are a lot of gorillas on another Earth, and I'm good. I'm good. That like sentient gorillas, no less. Yeah, that's. But like that's the all thing I is, need. I was a little disappointed they didn't follow up. Like, do they have their own separate country? Are they? Do they have an envoy to the United? Do they do have an envoy to whatever that planet's United Nations is? Um, how are they peacefully integrated into society? Oh, I have society? a lot are of they- questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have uh-huh. many questions about about a multi species. I mean, for for heaven's sakes, like one of the premises behind most of the Berlanti verse is that people can't even live well with either aliens or or superpowered beings. Like, tr- I'm trying to imagine how they how they'd suss out a world with with multiple intelligent species. I don't know. HR was kind of laughing when he was talking about it, though. That was weird. Yeah, well, HR laughs all the time anyway, and I'm not sure how much of it is he's demented, how much of it is he has different social cues, and how much of it is, you're not supposed to trust me. It's just so. bong resin. It's yeah. just, you know, Earth-19 has different customs, and we should we should learn to appreciate them. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. They got triangular coins. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He, he's, uh, did, did, do we have anything to say about the, uh, the villain of the week shade? Uh, it seemed like, again, they're kind of following the path of like the villain of the week is like, we're still going to do a villain of the week, but like they're going to fade further and further into like how much they matter for the plot. Uh, I almost felt bad for the, like, there's the, I mean, the human that is shade, I, I don't think he got any dialogue, and yeah. like we barely see yeah, his face when they dialogue. slap the cuffs on him. What was what was mm-hmm. his whole point though? Like he just goes after this guy talking about stocks and bonds and whatnot. Yeah, that guy that guy gets featured more prominently than the the actor who yeah. plays Shade. Villain, so. I know. I, I was I was actually kind of like, why are they focusing so much on this guy who's like, no, no, you'll lose money, and like they literally gave us five seconds on on Shade's face, and it was like, ha, and yeah. I was like, like you kids caught here? me. Ah. Yeah, yeah yeah it was again i feel like i i don't know it's maybe and ne- next week uh is the episode is killer frost mm-hmm. uh maybe it will be an episode where it's just focused on caitlin and they don't feel the need to have the villain of the week because i i feel like it's 
they're, they just they're they they feel like they need that format and are, are afraid yeah. to move away from it, uh, even if they make it like the C plot, right? Right. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like at a certain point they should just try not doing that because like we we don't need the Scooby Doo catching catching shade in the background, uh, hacking <laughs> cars to turn all the lights on at once. Um, Scrappy Doo like, is going to be the one sketch in the background there. Yeah. yeah. Well, are they um, maybe even doing like a little team up where you have let's just say Killer Frost vibe Flash fighting uh, Savitar Alchemy and some unyet determined uh, baddie. Mm-hmm. That that could be fun. We like we like it when there's multiple heroes and, and whatnot. I really enjoyed that on uh, Arrow this season with that he's got like a team uh, that's yes. got different fighting styles and and different interests. So yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. No. All right. Well. Yeah, I, I um, have read some other online forums that say, oh, this episode was a turning point for the season. This episode clearly laid a lot of groundwork. Do you agree with that assessment? Or do you think I that's... I like um... the episode. It felt good, you know, at mm-hmm. the end of it, because it had, like, a really good buildup and climax. But when you start to take out the pieces and look at it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. But it was definitely... Something is amiss. Yeah. I mean, I sort of feel like they've been telegraphing all season that Wally is going to become Kid Flash. So this wasn't really a game changer so much as it was a logical step, right? Yeah. I feel like there was a lot in this episode where they're like, we are building towards stuff. I felt like there was a lot of heavy handed, like, we need to remind you about things, Mm -hmm. um, which I was kind of, I was surprised by how blatant some of those are, right? Like, uh, we're, I mean, there was even the line about like, there's six husks, and there's been three metahumans, yeah. so there's three other bad guys out there that we need to remind you about. And I, and and it's like, okay, I guess that's a big deal, but like that's that's pretty heavy handed. Uh, and we want to remind you that maybe Julian is alchemy, but at least we want we we need you to be thinking about the possibility that he is alchemy. Uh, it, it felt like there was a lot of like. Let's 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 go back and underline some things that have already been done because maybe we didn't tell the story so great or so directly before. Um, that 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 always feels like that falls a little flat. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, certainly the introduction of Savitar sets up a lot of stuff that could be exciting. Yeah. Um, but like, I I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was solid, but I didn't think it was like amazing or or game changing or anything. Um, it felt know. good at what the time. You? Yeah, it felt good. Yeah. At the time. What about you, Lisa? How do you does it? How does it fit with what other internet people? <laughs> you, see, you seem uh, underwhelmed. So. I am. This is the thing: is um, you know, because on Slack, you guys are like, ah, it's happening now, and this is a very exciting episode. And um, for me, like, I was glad to see what they did right, like handling the whole Caitlin thing. They did right. Um, I like watching the Wally and Joe relationship develop. I think they did that right. Um, they still have that huge Iris problem that is not gone away. Um, and even though Bear's like, oh, honey, there wouldn't be a flash without Iris. I was like, you know, Iris should have better things to do than hang out and wait for her superhero boyfriend to say nice stuff. She's a reporter. Why isn't she digging into like treatment of metahumans or looking at the question of like the ratio of good to evil or, or making infographics or whatever. And, um, 
she's really getting lost in the shuffle this season. Yeah, like, I feel like there's not... A, yeah, well, I feel like, I mean, maybe this is a step up in terms of there aren't as many horrible written scenes for her. Yeah. Instead, there just aren't scenes. Or, Period. like, she has one line or, or mm-hmm. like, weird kind of nonsensical. I mean, in this episode, she, like, she got to deck Wally when Wally got out of his cell. Though she kind of yeah. let him out of the cell, right? Like, that was her moment. And I'm thinking about the episode before where, like... The, the monster is rampaging around downtown and mm-hmm. she is also there downtown yeah. to like help people out of the bus and she's just like I just work near here and I was like really that's like that's her scene that doesn't really make any sense um, yeah she almost yeah. put so, Wally into a freaking coma yeah yeah so it's she's kind of I feel like mm-hmm. and it's hard because they have all I mean there's it's now there's like eight people hanging out in the headquarters at all times right and like it definitely feels like that character is kind of like it's not driving a lot of the action and is definitely kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I feel like they're doing Iris a big disservice. Like they've had yeah. three years to figure her out, and nobody in the right nobody in the writers' room has adopted her, and they've basically turned her into an accessory to show how how great Barry's life is in a lot of ways. Because you know, it's Barry's got a loving girlfriend, he's got a family that supports him, he's got powers, he's got a good heart, he's got a bright future, and so obviously it's like all the baddies are gonna be like, we we need to knock out one of those good pieces, mm-hmm. but. You know, to get back to the question, I was kind of underwhelmed by this episode. I feel like um, I'm getting a little tired of the writers always tossing out the, the, the tidbits and the maybe we'll tell you a little bit more about the big baddie and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll let Tom Cavanaugh play a little shifty. And maybe. And at this point, I'm like, come on, man. We're like, we're, we're, we're a quarter of the way through the season. Let's, and we're three uh, seasons deep. Yeah, let's stop relying on some of the same old formulas, um, and let's um, maybe let's maybe shift the focus. I mean, at this point, Barry is thirty. Maybe you start taking a look at what it means not to be a young person who is, um, you know, the fastest man alive, but somebody who might be like, okay, how many years do I have left of this before? No, seriously, like if you're in your thirties, yeah. yeah, like how many years? What am I going to do? Is this a thing where I'm constantly... Oh, God. Too, too, too real, Elisa. Too real. Yeah. No, is this... Is it, yeah, like, where he's like... Come on, come on. This is the CW. He's like, I shouldn't have had that second pizza. I shouldn't have had that second pizza. No, but like, is this the kind of thing where you're going to spend literally your whole life running around? Or is some point he's going to be like, it makes sense to team up and watch a Justice League? Like, I feel like they could do a better job of laying the groundwork where Barry stops being so reactive and begins looking at... Um, begins looking at things from a, a longer term or a bigger picture perspective. Cause if he's the dude who is busy coordinating stuff with um, the legends of tomorrow, and he's the guy who programs Gideon and founds the justice league and is the civic Titan. Like, where is that? Cause right uh-huh. now we, we have a really nice guy who is a hero and is trying to be, be nice to, you know, Drac- Draco Malfoy CSI, but we haven't seen him becoming more of the person he's going to be. Uh-huh. And I feel like this series, I feel like this season would be a great opportunity to advance that. Like, we've seen in parallel universes the idea that Iris is what makes Barry grounded and helps him be the Barry Ellen he's meant to be in every universe, right? That's that's pretty much like a constant from from Earth two to right. Flashpoint. Um, he's got Iris, so in theory, he's got that foundation. It's time to start going big. I'm, I'm with you. It's, so. Yeah, it's it's. I I definitely feel the the kind of. You know, in season one, they did the reveal of Reverse Flash so well, mm-hmm. uh, but they've gone back to that well like twice now with these mystery villains, and we don't yeah. really know what they're up to and who their actual identity is. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, especially I think we're all 
we're a little a little uh, wary after how season two worked out, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Zoom. He's got a plan or not? I mean, whatever. Don't worry about it. He'll kidnap some people. Um, I hope you like kidnapping. Um, yeah, kidnapping's kind of my thing. So. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So it's just uh, so yeah. I was. I, I think I'm going to go against the popular consensus on this episode, which is well. Well, I think parts of it were well done, and I like the things that they did right. I'm not convinced this is a game changer yet. I'll I'll mm-hmm. happily revise my opinion if I'm wrong. Um, I I am really interested to see what the next scene in the in the, the next episode is in terms of where things go with Savitar because yeah. like they could go real wrong or 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 do something really interesting with that <clears throat> and exactly. I think I think we've seen those show do both yeah so. we can't have Savitar uh, so they, they could lose me in like ten minutes yeah is what I'm saying it, all it's got to take <laughs> is Savitar kidnapping Barry and then mm-hmm. Wally breaks out of his cocoon and saves Barry all in the same episode. That yeah. that's we, we know something's gone way wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if what, Barry gets a severe injury that only immobilizes him for that's, like twenty five minutes? That's a day. That's a day tops. Week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's called right. Killer Frost. So we know it is called Killer Frost. So maybe she yeah, so it's can slow uh, Skivitar down. <laughs> Well, this is the thing is, is, is cold, they, they always do that well cold slows them down and, and fine let's see more cold people like why is there not I, I realize that this this isn't the kind of show in the framework that does it but um, if you give me just a little tangent for a minute like one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation is Below Decks where it basically is told from the perspective of a bunch of like low level crew people and all of the usual characters are seen through the, the through the eyes of you know the people who are normally the background folks in every shot. And I love it for broadening the, 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 the universe's perspective on that show. And I also love it for the idea that it, it reinforces that everybody really is the star of their own show. And what I would love is an episode of Flash where it's basically a crew going, we know cold slows him down. This guy used to have a cold gun. Let's see if we can reverse engineer it. And they basically spend the entire episode trying desperately to become a, a, a super frozen super villain. <laughs> Like, I just want to see the other side of the coin where people are plotting against Barry and trying to figure out where does he get all those wonderful toys and how does he know when things are happening? And, like, it's a black box problem for them. I'd like to see the episode where people are trying to solve that problem just because I want to see the universe expand that way. Like, my favorite moment in this past episode was the one where you saw the the speedsters battle from the perspective of the civilians where you don't see the, the run punching. All you see are just flashes. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, those are some of my favorite things in comics, uh, in, especially in superhero comics, uh, where they have the like, what is life like mm-hmm. for uh, for everybody else? I mean, Astro City has all those great yes. examples of that. Uh, Gotham Central is the like police procedural that happens to be set in you know a world where supervillains mm-hmm. are a large percentage of your crime problems. Um, I don't know if this show has the kind of the budget or the guts or the uh, the idea to do that. I yeah. think it would be awesome. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, not we, sure we, if it's we, ever happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not sure if they're they're ready to do that. Uh, it just seems like they're so stuck in that villain of the week mold. Yeah. Um, but maybe someday, maybe they got to get a hundred episodes on the books first. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um, predictions for let's just do a little predictions for next week. What sets Caitlin off? 
maybe uh everyone's god <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> wally's trapped in a cocoon and barry gets whisked away by a speedster and mm-hmm. so like she's got to be the hero of the day and so she's got to master her powers mm. okay so I'll what's your it. prediction uh we're gonna find out more about what a husk is and how a husk occurs Mm, okay and uh i think that we are going to find have killer frost snap when um she can't control her powers and then she's like what's the point why do i bother thunk and somehow she'll blame barry i'm not sure how but somehow it's getting there all right all right guys well thank you so much this was um a welcome conversation to have and uh i enjoyed it and thank you guys for tuning in to listen um with you as always i was lisa schmeiser I'm Phil Moslock. I do like The Flash. Mm-hmm. I'm Tony Sindelar. Until next communion, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Until next communion. <laughs> nice.